Good morning, everybody. Jeez, good morning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, sorry. Uh, way out of it. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Red here. Um, waiting for my comrade in arms, my buddy, my brother, uh, Jeff, to get on. Um, so we're going to get him set up. Hopefully, um, invite will be sent and we'll have everything worked out. Uh, so sent him the invite. We're going to wait for Jeff to get, there we go. Jeff's entered and he's in. Awesome. Looks like we don't have any, uh, any kind of mess ups today. It was straight to it. Still can't get it on my laptop, but well, I'm not. I'm not on my laptop right now either. Uh, mainly because we're having some kind of connection issues with the Wi-Fi, so I gotta try to get that figured out. Um, that could be part of it. Maybe I have to be on my laptop too, and then then uh, you would also be on. But we'll get that part definitely figured out. All I do is pretty much hold the the phone up like a walkie-talkie anyway, and hope that my voice comes through. at the laptop uh it looked like there's a space for a live chat and everything but it just goes down to like download the beanpod app to chat and i'm like i have it but why can't i use it on my laptop you know yeah that's weird man i, I don't know i i know so they changed some stuff up um from when i first started using uh the podbean platform to uh now, before I was able to get to the music and do the intro and make it really cool, and that would have gave us some time to get you set up before uh, whatnot and, and get you on there. Um, but for some reason, right now, uh, it's it's everything's condensed, and I can't, it's condensed so much I can't click on the dang music. So uh, I'm hoping Podbean that y'all fix that issue. I've already sent in I don't know how many requests. Uh, so please get that done. That would be awesome. So we could have an intro, outro, and, and, and whatnot. Um, oh, yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, the newest co-host of Monster Investigators of America, uh, Jeff. What's going on, guys? Um, so what I normally like to do in the beginning of the podcast is just talk a little bit about you know, what we're up to, uh, how our day went. Um, a little bit, a bit of, you know, some worldly news, uh, just random stuff, really. Um, you, you got, uh, some crazy things going on right now over in Iran. Uh, their government is attacking their own universities, attacking high schools. Uh, very, very sad on what's going on. I mean, the world's a crazy place. We got our own stuff going on here in the U.S. Um, Hopefully everybody just kind of, and I doubt it's going to happen, but I hope everybody just kind of chills out. Let's uh, try to uh, find other ways to, uh, I don't know, what are they, setting an example? They're trying to set some kind of extreme examples, I guess. Um, But yeah, uh, today I did absolutely not a lot. It makes two of us. I watch YouTube. I uh, we 
So I'm I'm a nerd pretty much. I, I I'm a Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't get I didn't realize, but HBO did a Harry Potter special. So like the twentieth twenty year anniversary. Yeah, I've seen that. That was actually pretty good. I watched probably about. 65 75 percent of it and then all of a sudden we're having issues with the internet so i I got mad i was like come on dude i'm I'm right there right at the end of the game and then uh it goes but i'm hoping that it adjusts whatever the issue is uh it gets resolved because i like to finish it up i'm like i said i'm a big fan of it i'm hoping eventually one day to go to uh universal and do that whole uh that that harry potter experience I'm Gryffindor, man. Oh, of course you are. Gryffindor all the way. Ravenclaw, baby. Ah, oh, right. All right, I could, I could see that though. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, just like you, I'm a self-proclaimed nerd. Uh, I'm on uh, what is it, Pottermore? You know, my Patronus is a rhinoceros for some reason, and uh, you know, and. You can, uh, you know, take that little quiz to figure out what your wand is. And uh, I want to say mine's like some kind of weird, like, Apple. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up Pottermore on my laptop. That might be it. Uh, oh, God. It's my login. So- oh, hey. Right there. Did you find out what it was? I know mine. Mine has dragon hard string. I just can't remember the rest. All right, so my wand is apple wood with a phoenix core. Ah, nice. And it's pliant flexibility. So, and if I remember correctly, uh, can't you like take this information to Universal and buy that exact wand? Yes, you can. Yes, you can indeed. In uh, to, today's uh, episode, ladies and gentlemen, is about how the Freemasons and the Illuminati are linked together. Yeah, that was uh, very odd. Uh, very, very odd timing on everything. Normally, this this will if, if we if we wanted to, it would go up just a little bit past the three hour mark. It would give you a little warning saying, hey, you got five minutes left. And then it'll start counting down every every uh, couple minutes that pass by. And they say, hey, if you don't shut down now, we're we're just gonna, you know, stop your podcast because it's at the limit. Um, we were a little bit over two hours yesterday. And that's with all the uh, technical issues. Yeah, and that's with all the technical issues we were having. And um out of nowhere it just shut down. I was I looked at my phone and I'm like, it said the podcast got ended. So let's let's hope we don't run into any uh issues today that we're going to be doing a live and i can see we we had a uh somebody that came on for a quick second pastor tabori for low uh thank you for joining for the couple seconds that you joined and realized we we're talking about harry potter and not the freemasons yet so well it, it all ties in uh, i don't know how but i think we can make it work i mean i expected like yesterday to get shut down if i don't know if we brought up Clinton or something, but oh, I'm like, we're talking about, you know, the number one conspiracy theory in the world, and they're just like, ha fuck you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that, and that's the thing, man. Cause, um, the, which the key, I, I've heard a rumor. Mm-hmm. The, the Clintons are definitely tied into it. Um, I don't know why they would think that those members, those guys would be a good idea to join. But I mean, besides them, they're, they're crazy and satanic. So maybe that does go hand in hand with it. Um, I was uh, actually looking at some information that it was saying, which this is a, this is an all out lie. Uh, Cause you could, you could tie the, the Masons back for um, over a thousand years. Um, so what they were saying is, is that the Masons start in 1710 uh, over in the UK. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Uh, the uh, Masons um, have been around for a very, very long time. They're always linked to some seat of power. Mm-hmm. Um. The the uh, they built a temple the the uh, for for a, a famous king was it King King Solomon yeah and that that dates past the way before I'm sorry not past but before 1710 mm-hmm. and I mean everything that they use today was linked to to tank, linked to that as well you know symbols and all. Essentially, a revive of the Templar Knights, you know, same organization, different name. And I, I honestly think they were they uh, they were actually a, a, a around at the same time. It was just a different uh, a different branch, as it were. I mean, I mean that's that's my theory because. The Templar Knights were around. Oh man, what what year? Uh, hold on, let me look for you. But I gotta get better at uh, researching stuff on the fly. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wish I had my. At least, because uh, when you're at the laptop, you hurry up, you look, you look something up. When you're doing it from your phone, it's like ah, don't want to mess it up. How we got Fridays the 13th because it was October 13th, which was a Friday. 1312 is when they did, like, call it what it is a massive raid and murder on all the uh, Templar Knights. And, and that's the thing, too. I, I mean, my personal beliefs, because at the, at the time, uh, Religion was a very, very, very powerful tool. Oh yeah, still is. And uh, I, yes, it still it still is. Um, but I mean, it, Christianity. I mean, they they went to war at that time that over 
you know, the holy war for one. Hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people died. I what my thoughts with the Templar Knights is, is that they started to realize that the Christian community at that time, who who was calling for all the wars, Uh were abusing power. That they weren't godly. And then the Christians realized that well now the Templar Knights are no longer with us. They're 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 not just obeying us and saying, hey, all right, we're doing this for for God. They're they're questioning, you know, why are we are we killing so many people? I mean they lost that but they, they lost a lot too because uh some of these you know countries that they tried to go to war with they, they just weren't quite ready for. say it was King Philip of France uh, back in that time frame. Uh, he owed them a ton of money, you know, for stuff because he used them for a private uh, army at one point, if I remember correctly. And then he realized how rich they were and he was jealous. France was broke and he's like, you know what? Uh, it's all hearsay. This, that, whatever, they worship Satan and the Mother Mary and not God himself. So it's all, you know, blasphemy and heresy. So he's just like, let's kill them all. Yeah, Uh, and and they they stayed there. And that was even, uh, I believe that was after uh, the Templar Knights were on the run, too. That's when they they first got... uh, themselves into a bit of trouble and uh, were pretty much getting hunted down and they went to France because King Philip uh, owed him some money so they figured they owed him some favors they had their own Templar actual uh, keep there as well um, and like you said they had like an agreement they were pretty much his his army uh, and, and helped him out but he he got like you said he got jealous he figured that they had more money than he did and um it, it, he went to war with them too they finished wiping them out mm-hmm. yeah and like some of the best people uh you know if you look at the tv show uh mysteries of oak island and they touch on templar knights all the time then another one uh watch american unearth uh, with Scott Walter, who's a uh, forensic geologist, and he does a lot of, you know, investigations on the uh, Templar Knights and everything, which, you know, is highly informational, you know. Oh, yes, and it, Oak Island is, is definitely, uh, dude, I, I love that show. I, I love the whole concept of, of buried treasure and, and ju- just the the stuff that they do is amazing. Like how they check out. I know they, they definitely spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but they find a lot of cool stuff and it, and for them, it's more about the journey, um, than anything else. And, and you know, having that hope of finding that treasure. Um, oh, yeah. but the, like you said, the, the Templar Knights have been, uh, they've, they've, 
you know, were apparently uh, dated to, to go to Oak Island as well. Um, some say that they have the holy treasure and that's where, that's where everything is. That's where they hit it. Yeah. Which, you know, at the same time, you know, you, you bring up holy treasure. A lot of people are going to automatically think the holy grail, you know, of Indiana Jones, the whole nine yards. But there's actually a school of thought out there that the holy grail is technically the bloodline of Christ, which that definitely irritates the church. Um, because, you know, it takes away the divinity of Jesus himself. But they say that Mary Magdalene actually carried his child. So I'm like, ooh, so did you hide a bloodline? Did you hide the actual cop? You know, and if you follow the bloodline theory, uh, there's an ancient line of kings in France called the Merovingian line that uh, is rumored to have them uh, in but at the same time, you end up having a castle in the UK, uh, Rosalind's Chapel, I believe. And they stopped over there, hid for a while, then ended up going across the sea. So I'm just like, it, it, when we, like going back to the last episode where we're talking, where do you pull the string to separate myth from what actually happened? See with me, I, I think it's 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 a uh, I think it's a bloodline. That's a, it's a to, for me that's a more uh, a possible mm-hmm. concept than than the grill because it, it actually it even makes more sense that it would be the bloodline because with the bloodline you want to do whatever you can to protect the people that are remaining in the bloodline. Um. As in the Holy Grail itself, I think that was just something that they were like, hey, we let's make this up. Give them something else to look for. Mm-hmm. And we'll say, you know, it's it's non-existent. We're going to include it so we can make this up. So we'll have them searching for this instead of us. Okay. Which would be a smart tactic um, for sure. sense it, it, you know that borderlines you know sun Tzu, the art of deception and stuff like that and exactly and it to, to me it, it's it's interesting because if you look at it and you if people realize from the beginning that it was the bloodline it's not really the holy grail but it's the bloodline mm-hmm. then there's gonna be a whole lot of people trying to search out the members of that bloodline mm-hmm. and eventually try to sniff that bloodline out get rid of it so of course you know that you want to cause a diversion you want to look have them looking at this hand when it's the other hand that's busy doing old switch around so holy grail yeah it's the holy grail it's going to save your life if you drink out of this it's your you know you're you're going to be uh healed and you'll live forever Exactly. And that, and that's, to, to me, I think that's what's even, the most interesting part of it. Because now you you would have to look up the bloodline. And now if you, you try to date it through current date, yeah. there's a lot more 
like it, the tree expanded uh-huh. way more than what anybody else would want to believe. So that's why they're like, no man, it's, it's really the Holy grail. It's a cup. Um, and I, it's just the, the switcheroo that, you know, they survived. Um, some say they came over here to the Americas, uh, others to England. Um, I don't know if I believe they went over to the UK only because at that particular time frame, it was very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Where I mean, over here, yeah, dangerous too because of of different circumstances. But still, have them able to protect themselves. And I actually think that uh, I want to say the Templar Knights uh, protected them. They, I, I want to say that some went with them because that's 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 also a rumor, and protected, as they say, the Holy Grail or the bloodline. See, I'm looking at this article online, and Mary Magdalene's life after Jesus is dead. After Jesus is her children, Jesus' mother, Joseph, Martha, and others were smoked out of Jerusalem and Lazarus and taken on a trip to the farm for the large Jewish population. Really? That's, that's interesting. Scroll down even further. Uh, Jesus' mother apparently settled in Greece where she died. Mary Magdalene died in France and Lazarus died in France as well after founding a church there. Now, I've, I've, I've heard about that as well before, too. Um, But I mean, back back to the Freemasons, they've been a, around a lot longer than what they're dating, which is seventeen ten. Uh, the Freemasons are are attached to the uh, King Solomon. Uh, they're attached to way more than just that, but uh, they're not just, you know, uh, they're all over the world, all over. They got their hands in everything right now. Um, and you have to, you have to say, I mean, the thing is with the Freemasons, Illuminati, uh, I believe it's just a branch off of them. Oh yeah. Um, it's kind of like the, what, the old, uh, fraternity at Yale, Skull and Bones, where it's just like a weird offshoot. Yes. Definitely. And, and, and that's the thing. And it, I think that they, the Freemasons just got so big that they couldn't keep it a secret because mm-hmm. people, you know, some people are going to agree with what they're doing and they're going to, cause they want power of their own and they're promised all this power and other people are going to say, Whoa, no, no, you know, based on whatever your belief is, they're, they're going to be, Hey, that's against what I believe in. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm done. Um, but I mean, there's, there's, uh, apparently a lot of, uh, 
sacrificial rituals attached to them. And a lot of famous people throughout the years, whether it's presidents, musicians, (laughs) and actors. I mean, uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce um, are attached to the Freemasons and the Illuminati. And Uh that's that's a fact. They're always throwing up signs and... To to me, man, I honestly think. Um, did you watch the the newest Doctor Strange movie? Yes. And you seen how they they that you know that when he went to that other world and it, they their uh, group was called the Illuminati. Yeah, I, I chuckled. I I laughed and I laughed because of this. I laughed because they like to throw stuff in your face and be like, "Hey, we're we're now saying this." What was it? Walt Disney Freemason or something along those lines? What's that? Wasn't a Walt Disney a Freemason as well? I believe so. Uh, I I I believe so. Uh, Walt Disney. I mean, and, and look at the giant. Uh, we'll say kingdom because that's that's really what it is that he built uh-huh. uh florida when he before he started all that was pretty much swamps trees a very very rural area yeah and then uh you know he started building that uh magical kingdom and it just became an empire of itself. Oh yeah. Um. So, you know, and and that's that's the power they 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 like to recruit people that they think could handle that that they think that will help them out and, and make them even better. Um. In every part of different industries. So, you know, Walt Disney, for instance, uh. What he was, you know, about it, but he laid out his game plan and they're like, wow, that sounds amazing. Let's, uh, let's help with that. So it, to me, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very cool and very, um, long line of different people. Yeah. Uh, cause it, even the royal family, apparently, uh, depending on who you talk to, because some people think they're lizards, the reptile, they, they believe they're reptile uh, people. <laughs> so it depends on it. it I'm nothing against y'all if you do, because I, I, I don't know. Uh, but apparently the, the royal family is also tied to the Illuminati, the Freemasons. Um, some people don't believe they're human. Uh, some people believe they're just pure evil. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say this because I heard this and I kind of, part of me kind of agrees. On, I heard this on, on uh, Kill the Mockingbirds podcast. Yeah. And I kind of agree with this. They believe that King Charles uh-huh. is eventually going to take back the UK and put it underneath the Royal family banner mm. that there's no longer going to be the prime minister. Yeah. 
I mean, if you if you look at even our government right now, minus the president, vice president, uh, stuff such as that. But if you look at our government, even with um, the the layout of power, it's it's still kind of laid out the same way it was in 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 England initially. Um, even with you know sheriffs, uh, oh my goodness, what what what's the the, the name of uh? The other law enforcement that we have, uh, FBI. No, no, no. It starts with a C. It's it's local law enforcement. Oh, constable. Constables. A, a constable. A constable. The word constable is is old, and it still it, it was uh, a law enforcement part. Uh, and funny story. You, you bring up constable. Like I do genealogy on my downtime. You know, because I'm a firm believer that you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Uh, that's just kind of like one of my own personal little mottos. And, um, but uh, doing genealogy, I found out that I have an a ancestor that was constable for the Tower of London. Wow. That's crazy. I'm actually going to be digging into my, my mom bought me one of those, uh, ancestry DNA test. Uh-huh. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that and send that in this week and see what we get with the results uh, oh yeah. of it. Uh, my mom did it and, uh, apparently someone else in the, uh, the family did it and we discovered a long lost, uh, for me, long lost cousin, you know. See, that's the that's why I like those kind of things. I know there's there's conspiracy that you know the twenty one and me and the ancestry and, and all that just really to get your to pretty much get your DNA and um, some say to uh, you know make a clone or others say to to see where your bloodline actually comes from. Um, you know, there's just many different, uh, theories on it. I'll, I'll say theories instead of using the C word, <laughs> um, just because, I, and sometimes don't get me wrong. Some of the, the people that come up with it and it, it makes sense. It, it does partially, but to me, I mean, what a dude, I got somebody that looks exactly like me some, somewhere up in the tri-state area. And I mean, down to where my white and my beard is. That is called a clone, and you're about to be assassinated. Well, I mean, I still think I'm better looking at him, so he's not that much of a clone. Uh, but it, it it was it was to the point where one of my best friends, her mom, um sent her a message. She goes, what, what's Danny doing on TV? Uh-huh. And she's like, what are you talking about, ma? And she took a picture of the TV and then sent it to her. And then she sent it to me. And I'm like, well, that's not me. 
at that time when I was in North Carolina. So I was like, no, that's, that's definitely not me. And my, my beard at the time was a little bit bigger and thicker, uh, from going it out. And he had, you know, kind of that short, shorter beard, uh, trim going, but they have so many different things. It's just so interesting. Like, and that's not the first person that I've seen that looks like me. I've, I had a friend in high school that was dating a guy that looked just like me. Matter of fact, looked like me so much that I showed it because I asked if I could borrow the picture of him. I brought it home to my mom. Yeah. And I, I was like, hey, look at this picture. She goes, where'd you get a Mickey Mouse Club shirt? Because <laughs> that's what he was wearing in the picture. I'm like, I didn't. I'm like, is there something you have to tell me? Did I have a twin brother? You know, what's the deal here? And, and that guy was from somewhere in New York. So for not just him and then there's this other guy that's in the tri-state area that looks like me and i'm originally you know born and raised in new jersey mm-hmm. it's very weird very very strange i mean i even posted up on my, my old facebook a picture of this this other guy that was on the tv and people thought it was me Others didn't because they know I don't like to dress up, and this guy was wearing a suit. Oh God, I hate wearing suits. Oh, me too. I'm not. I'm not a suit guy. I'll wear it every once in a blue moon for like a wedding or, you know, maybe an anniversary or something like that. Otherwise, I I like wearing my my jeans, my boots, and my t-shirts. Hashtag me too. So. Oh yeah, and uh, I mean I've I've heard that I heard the same rumors that the uh, Freemasons, Illuminati are are going this doing this cloning process. Whether it's for some of them, some of the theories are for just uh, organ donors. I'm I'm O positive, right? So my bloodline, uh, my blood could match just about with any others. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't have to match somebody else's because it it kind of just blends in with it. But you have the uh the theory, like I said, the organ donor theory. Then there's other theories that you know they're they're just you know waiting to replace you. Or like you said, assassinate somebody else and replace you. Yeah. Um, but there is one theory I find interesting, and I think it's uh one that they do an experiment where they have already clones, you know, ready, all set up around the same age area, and they put them in different areas uh-huh. and have them grow up, and they see, you know who is doing what yeah if we put it this guy in this scenario how's he gonna do if we're gonna we're gonna put this child in this scenario let's see how he grows up and, and what he's gonna do well, let's put these people you know let's put this one with a rich you know the rich family and we'll see what happens with him do they all you know end up being successful do they all go through some hard times or, or you know what's the outcome and i've i i've could kind of 
um uh, World War Two and the uh, experiments the Germans did on twins, like if we cause this twin pain, will the other one feel it? Yeah. And it, it's it's super interesting about that. And there's there's actually a um a place in New York, I can't remember it and uh it might have been the Confessionals podcast, Tony Merkel. I think it I think it was. I, I listen to so many podcasts, it's hard for me to keep track, but they're the, they're like the main three podcasts I listen to. Um I think it was the confessionals of Tony Merkel where he was uh talking to somebody that worked in one of these places and there was a story about these people that didn't know they're related, went to different families. And then all of a sudden they, they bumped into each other and they all looked like each other. Every one of them yeah. looked just like each other. You know, one person had long hair, short hair, beard, no beard, uh, whatever. Um, but they end up all meeting because they were kind of, uh, end up being kind of local at the time, time, of, you know, um, I think they're all in New York or maybe different parts of New York or, or however the story played out, but that's what it was. They were experimenting with like, they kind of cloned these guys. I mean, they're, they, of course, they said twins or uh, I think it was like quadruplets or something like that. But I'm not buying it. I'm not going to I'm not going to. There's no way I'm buying it because it doesn't you're going to say that there's that many people because it wasn't just them. It happened to it happened to a bunch of other people as well. But you're going to say that, hey, this is, uh, you know, they're all just from the same mom. They all came out at the same time. All these different groups of uh, people that look just like themselves. Not a chance. I'll tell you this. If there's a clone, a doppelganger, a long lost twin of me, I am in so much trouble. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, I can't, I can't imagine. You know, as a kid, I always kind of wanted that. As I'm older, I'm like, no, because if there's two of me, it's just going to be a lot of trouble. I have a hard time keeping myself in check sometimes. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it's almost like back in the day, uh, there's a chick that I was kind of interested in. And it turns out she was a twin, and I decided right then and there, nope, because they're going to do something stupid, and I'm going to get in trouble because I'm dumb, and I can't tell the difference. Well, see, that's the difference between me and you. Uh I dated twins before. I didn't know, did not know that they were twins. Not even close to knowing that they were twins. I know this is off topic a tiny bit, but they played a trick on me. Uh And then the other one's like, hey, what's up, babe? And I'm like, I walks in. I'm like, uh, Uh what? Babe, you're you. Who are you? What are you talking about? Why are you over there? <laughs> oh, that's my twin sister. I'm like identical, huh? It's like, well, 
thank you for that warning. And they, they got a laugh. It was, that was funny to them, but I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, sorry to kind of get us back on topic. So while we're talking, you know, I'm checking up on Facebook, Instagram, you know, mainly because of all the side hustles that I have or try to have. So I I get a friend request, uh, after they liked the picture of, uh, my morning yesterday where I'm drinking coffee and I, I got the, my dog in the background. Uh, this person is Jack Will 5909 and that's his Instagram handle and his bio is welcome to the light. Join the great Illuminati brotherhood and become rich, powerful, and famous. Wow. They're everywhere, man. How, how many followers does this guy have? Uh, 345 followers. Oh, I got him beat. Following, and he's following 1,058. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I mean that's crazy uh, to, to proclaim that you're an Illuminati, um, especially if you're not. I, I'm not saying he's not. I don't know. But to me, it doesn't doesn't seem like he would be. Yeah. Um, but- but to proclaim your Illuminati or not, I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't even like that. You know, they, I'm, I'm sure that he's eventually going to get a message and say, hey, you need to change your your profile up ASAP. Because right. uh, you're not a part of us and you're making us look bad. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know how you can look, look any worse than... Yeah. And uh, to, for everybody that's listening, I'm actually what I'm going to do is uh, so I didn't do this last time. I haven't done this for the last couple of shows, but because I, I just forgot. And uh, yesterday I was actually super excited because we were talking about the new show that Jess also going to co-host with me called the Working Class Podcast. Um, we're going to start that in the next couple of weeks, man. We're going to get together and forgot what the first show is going to be, um, which is going to be a good show no matter what. But. Oh, and by the way, we are, and not that this is a super live, but it's also not too bad either. We got 95 downloads from yesterday's uh, shutdown episode. Um, so kind of cool. It's not in the thousands yet, but I think we'll we'll build we'll build it up and uh, hopefully kick some butt and, and start grabbing some attention of of people. Um, um but. And she's like, you sound great. You just got to get your microphone and everything. I'm like, yeah, eventually I want to get one. And she went on Amazon and added a Yeti microphone to our wedding register. That's awesome. Hey, wonder, when are you uh, all planning on to uh, do the wedding? Uh, it's still up in the air. Uh, it's anywhere from... 2024 to 2025. Yeah, I think it's it's better to take a little bit of time, uh, save up some money, plan on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you all staying here in Texas or? Uh, yeah, we're going to stay here in Texas. Uh, actually, in February, uh, we're taking a cruise and we're going to Honduras, Belize, and Cozumel. And, uh, you know, awaken ancient Mayan mummies. Um, but... I'm going to propose to her in front of the uh, 
Mayan temples in uh, Belize. So it's not a surprise that you're proposing to her? Uh, well, it was. Then one of the girls in her family sp spilt the beans. And my girlfriend was able to figure it out. So I was like, well, come on. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> it's, that's that's cool, though, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, she seems like a, a, a great, great person. And honestly, you seem very, very happy. So I'm very happy for you. It's a, it's a hard thing to find for sure. Yeah. Uh, I get, she spoils the hell out of me. Uh, I'll just put that out there since, you know, now it's published. But, uh, the funny thing is, like, I'll ask her to do something, and she'll look at me, and she's like, I am at girlfriend level, and that's a wifey request, so I need something expensive on my hand. <laughs> so I, I put the uh, key rings for my truck and Jeep on her finger, and she's like, what's this? I'm like, the truck and Jeep, they're both expensive, and that's just gas alone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, oh, yeah, it's fun stuff. Plus, we got our fur baby, and uh, she has, we want to, you know, talk about Masons and Templars and everything. Uh, we kicked around the idea of uh, going to Scotland for a honeymoon, and I was like, too bad we can't take the dog, and she's like, I already looked into it. The dog can go with us. I'm like, say less. That's awesome. Very cool. See, I kind of wish I stayed at one dog instead of five. Yeah. Makes things a little bit more complicated <laughs> trying to take them away. I'm, I'm actually because uh, supposed to head out to Tennessee in December uh, for a little getaway. And I'm going to ask my cousin because my cousin lives on some property over there. I'm like, hey, man, can I uh, just drop them off for a couple of days and I'll pick them up when I come back? Uh -huh. <laughs> Because I'm just planning on driving there. I'm kind of done with the airplane thing. I've taken the airplane way too many times this, this year. And I'm not a fan of them because it's just they get crowded. And I just I don't like dealing with certain people. I don't like being that close. I don't like having to be at the airport three hours before my freaking plane takes off. Yeah, and that's, that's the other thing, too. I, I rather just – and I love driving anyway. Cause I love seeing this, the, you know, the scenery as you're going through. Um, so I think I'm just going to drive. I'm kind of finished with the whole, the whole, uh, airplane deal. I trust myself driving over somebody flying an airplane, especially, especially the last couple of times I've had a pretty bad experience. Like we were coming in crooked the one time I thought we were going to crash. And so did the pilot. Cause you, you can hear the panic in his voice and i'm like oh oh i'm not doing this again right that is uh when the pilot freaks out you know it's bad like isn't that like your job not to freak out my man exactly i, I mean i seen a dude next to me pass out about three or four times out cold and i'm not making fun of him i can understand that for sure your adrenaline starts going, you're starting to get, you're panicked yourself, and then all of a sudden, you know, you feel a little bit of a a drop happen, out you go. Right? Man, my luck, I'd end up with a pilot just accidentally uh, 
over the intercom. Well, shit, we're gonna die. My man. Mm -mm. Just tell us there's turbulence going and hope for the best. Exactly. Um, but back to uh, the whole Freemason Illuminati. I, I mean, I part of me almost wanted to join. Only for, as, as I was explaining a little bit yesterday, only for one particular reason. My great-great-uncle, he was, he was pretty high in the Freemason. Yeah. Um, but he was always nice to me. I mean, he, when I was a little kid, I was, you know, a little, little kid, he was teaching me how to count in Japanese. Every time I see him, he had me count to 20 in Japanese. Every single time. I don't remember really any of it. Maybe uh, a couple numbers, and I wouldn't even know what the number is. I just wouldn't know the, the, the word uh, in Japanese, but not actually know the number I'm saying. Um, just because it's been such a long time, and it's, a, it's, it's not a super easy language when you're older. Uh -huh. As a kid, you could really remember anything. It's a lot easier to learn things when you're, when you're younger because there's a lot less in your brain. A lot less space taken up, you know? Um. But he seemed, you know, it seemed to me a loving, caring man. But he also left everything that had to do with the Masonic Masons to me. Yeah. Everything. I had my aunt uh, hold the rings that he gave me. Um, mm -hmm. Somebody stole those. So unfortunately, I no longer have them. Yeah, that sucks. But. Uh, I mean, I really wouldn't wear them anyway because I'm I'm not a part of that whole thing. Yeah, it it was just cool that to, to as a, uh, a memorial, you know, to to remember them by. Yeah. Uh, or a memento. But part of me wanted to join just to see what it was about, just to to learn about it. But when I hear from certain members I know are legit members, that made it reasonably high. When it comes to, you know, uh, level rankings, whatever you want to call it. And they say that there's some satanic stuff, some evil stuff that goes down. I believe them. Thing. Half the time I forget that I need to schedule a hop for everyone. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 hard. I mean, uh, you know, something like that. Because I've got a, I've actually got asked to join a couple different times. I, I've had a boss of mine um, ask me if I would want to join, if I'd be interested in it. I've had customers. Ask me if I want to join. I've had people that I just didn't work directly with, but I would work with. Like when I was when I was in a lumber yard, uh, one of the truck drivers was saying, "Hey, man, I'm a part of this. Uh, I think you would be a good fit. If you want, I could try to see if I could talk somebody to sponsoring you because that's how it, it works. You have to get sponsored, and you have to get. It's pretty much recruited because that's what they do. Hey, what's going on, Chris? How you doing? Good evening. Um. 
it's a it's a recruitment process. So it's not something where you could just show up and say, hey, man, I want to join because they have to look into you. They have to check out your background. They got to see who you are. Um, and there, there might be times where you can just show up at some of these temples or lodges or something like that and say, hey, uh, you know, I want to join. And they might look at you and be like, you know what? He looks like he might be a good fit or she looks like she might be a good fit. And um, let you join. Say, all right, hey, I'll sponsor you. See how it works out. And, uh, you know, that be a part of it. It's, it's, um, any listeners get up in arms or like, oh, women can't join. Now, there's an offshoot. It's called Order of the Eastern Star, which is the women's version of the Masonic Lodge. So they can join. They just have their own little separate branch. Well, I actually just read, and this, this, this is what surprised me because I was doing a little bit of homework on this. I just read right before we started this up that there is now a full-fledged female Masonic Mason um, for strictly the females. Yeah. And, it, and they're called the, the, the Masonic Masons. It's the, just a female offshoot, um, which is has to be semi-new because I haven't heard of it before. But when I was doing, the little, like I said, I was just doing a little bit of homework ahead of time and I, I looked into it and mm-hmm. I did see that because before, like you said, that's what that's was part of there was like their off branch, but they, they yeah. fully fledged took that group and put it underneath their wing now. And that's what makes it super um, interesting. Cause now it, it used to be where you had to be um, a certain, I think religion or uh, originally, and then now it's open to all religions. Uh, it was originally all males. Now it's male and female. Uh, so they say that they did open them up. They're trying to expand themselves even more so. And they, they I mean, every town I go to for sure yeah. is you, you'll see uh, either a lodge or a temple. And the temples are the really big, you know, for, for the bigger uh, branches that have way more members and, and higher ups too. So it's, it's, it's different. Everything's a little bit different. Lodges are, are a little bit on the lower side. Yeah. And now speaking of like lodges and stuff, uh, back in the day, uh, I lived in Oklahoma city as a kid and the Freemasons, uh, did like an open house and you couldn't fully explore it, but it, they show you a couple of the main things, which they're beautiful inside. Then uh, down in Mobile, Alabama, uh, birthplace of Mardi Gras, uh, everyone I live with currently, we went over there, and a guy was in charge of a old Masonic lodge that was no longer used, and uh, if we had time, he was gonna let us in and just let us explore everything, show us the hidden passages. We never get a chance to do it, but that was so much fun. Hi. Are you good? I mean, that's a, that's definitely to, to me, I, I, 
I'm sorry if y'all heard my, my door open and close. I'm actually in my car trying to do this. So it's nice and quiet. And, uh, well, the missus just, uh, brought me a beer that's frozen. So I could look at it at least. Reminds me of a joke. What is a frozen beer? A pregnant woman and a burnt cell all have in common. What is it? Pull out. <laughs> so, to me, it's 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 very interesting because I, I believe that some of the people that join the Freemasons they don't fully know what they're getting into, and, and they probably don't even see any of the the real super secret stuff. Like I, I, I got introduced to different things like uh, handshakes, uh, a certain way to handshake. And there, there was a saying too, when you shook somebody's hand that I can't remember, it's like something about from East to West. Um, so it kind of slips in my mind. Uh, and these are secrets that aren't supposed to be told to anybody else. But like I said, they were trying to recruit me so that they would show me a little different things, I guess, to try to get you intrigued to be like, Oh wow, cool. A secret handshake. Awesome. Um, but like you said, there's in every town just about there's even here in where I live, which is a very little town. It's not known for a lot. You have a regular lodge. This lodge over here is actually decently big, which called me off uh, off guard a little bit. But I went to over to a town. uh by in by Ranger, Texas. Ranger, Texas is stu- super rural. It's not a big town whatsoever. There's not a lot of people there, but there was a Mason Lodge there. A super small Mason Lodge, but Mason Lodge nonetheless. And, and I think too that uh, as a member, and they, they see that you're you're intrigued and, and that you're you're very interested in, in whatnot. That they kind of be like, all right, well you know, you're going here, but we want you to go to this one. Now it's a little bit more, it's a little bit bigger, more members. Um, that that's just where we, we kind of start people off at and we're going to bring you over and then bring you to the temple, uh, the temples. Um, and and the temples are huge. They're, They're, they're these big, beautiful buildings and most of them are old. Like there, there've been buildings that have been, in that specific area for a very long time. Most of the time I have seen some, some new ones that were built and uh, they, they've taken over, but it, it's, it's a different level for everything. It seems now what's beyond temple. I don't know. I, I haven't really seen anything bigger than a temple. I'm sure there is I'm pretty positive. There is probably a castle, but, uh, Probably, Pro- probably. But to me, it's just it's it's super interesting because you you're uh, you know you have these these people and that they they recruit specially. It's something that they go out to you and say, "Hey, uh, would you be interested in this?" And that's because they see something in you. A lot of times, they they see a, a hunger or whether it's for power or for money or for, for whatever. And that's the qualities that they look in. 
because they know if they feed you some of this other stuff that you're looking for, even if it's a little bit by bit by bit that, or, or that you're one of those people that that's different from everybody else that kind of stands out a little bit that has a charisma. That's the stuff they're looking into. They're, they're definitely recruiting those people because they need people that have charisma, especially since there's, you know, they're looking to our generation and then the younger generation as well, because they need to recruit that. Cause if they don't, it's just going to go away. Chris, man, I appreciate that. Thank you very, very much for, uh, you know, um, liking the show. Oh, and you know what? Hold, hold on. Let me let me give uh, this gentleman a, a shout out real quick. I'm, I'm sorry I went quiet for a second. There's a gentleman. His name is Chris Wilson. He's the host uh, of our... Uh, alternative history uh he's an alternative historian please um please invite me onto the panel our podcast beyond one his podcast is beyond one's belief i'll give you an invite in a second chris i'm sorry i'm just going to try to introduce you real quick talks about these same subjects that we're talking about right now on a brief uh several podcasts with europe canada australia south africa all right so um I don't normally do this, but I'm going to do this. So I'm going to send you a little bit. Of, I'm going to send you an invite and you could join me and Jeff on uh, the podcast. We got about roughly 25 minutes left before we got to do our, our uh, get a wrap up um, because me and Jeff are part of the uh, Midgard Vikings Brotherhood. Um, and it's <laughs> all it is, is people that pretty much uh, love Vikings, love beards, love our neighborhood so we we do fundraisers and we went all over this stuff yesterday so give me a second and i am gonna uh invite you on chris what there we go so i just uh, invited him on as a speaker chris thanks for uh joining the podcast yes um you're talking about the illuminati and basically uh the freemasonry Yes, sir. I've traced it all the way back in, in history and essentially uh, Freemason, the CIA is backed by the Freemasonry, uh, which is backed by the Illuminati. They are all one in the same. They all equal each other. The CIA is also the one that developed uh, uh, Atifa and BLM. And they are the reason behind what is uh, essentially uh, destroying this country permanently. Um, I don't know how much you were talking about. I just saw your show and I wanted to, uh, see if, uh, see if you were interested in, uh, the knowledge base I have, I have written, edited, and have found uh, an extra thousand essays. And I know the best alternative historians in the world in the English language today. I've contacted over 16 of them and I can get them onto shows, literally, uh, several have already accepted. Okay. Uh, point is. Uh, the number one alternative historian in the world, in my professional opinion, uh, I worked with the military for 12 years and in a, um, a junior officer billet, but I was dual billeted. I was both uh, an officer as well as a federal employee. I was a, an experiment like most other 
uh, people in this world today that have unique skill sets. Mine was memory and uh, essentially um, uh, high intellect. So I was involved with uh, selling weapon systems to Saudi Arabia, billions of dollars, 10 billion. They bought the Abrams M1A1 Block 1 battle tank. And at the, concurrently, I was selling to Israel, and they bought $6 billion worth of the Apache H-64D attack helicopter. But I also sold to, I was dealing with uh, in phase three and phase four. Very quickly, the way this uh, evil armaments works, I was dealing with aerial and mechanized at the high end. And the process goes like this. It's four phases. Phase one is R&D. They develop a prototype from a concept. From that prototype, then they send it to M&P, which is manufacturing and production. I dealt with TACOM, which is Tank and Arm Armament Command, in Warren, Michigan, which is Detroit, and then also with ABSCOM, which is Aviation Systems Command, in St. Louis, Missouri, for both the, those for the tanks and the helicopters. But I also sold to, uh, uh, to uh, Western Europe, uh, to, uh, to Canada, Canada, to Australia. To Australia. Pardon? Biden I'm sorry. Oh, I heard an echo back. I was hearing an echo or reverberation. Anyway, the point is we live in a debt-based economy that is petrodollar driven and it's over. I trace it back when the economy basically was over was 1980. And all you're seeing is right now is, is a combination of uh, uh, media propaganda. They're destroying. Uh, they used religion uh, to control humanity. Then with religion, then they used um, there are essentially eight countries which dominate the world. Number one is Great Britain. And alongside of it is also Switzerland, which has been neutral in every war, which they basically fomented or started since the 1300s with the Knights Templars, as well as the sovereign military uh, order of Malta. Also with them is the Vatican and Israel. Then the second tier within the, this first uh, group is the United States, France, Germany, and later Russia. These eight countries are what have been destroying the life we know of. And it, I, have, with my partner, Tony, uh, we will, now this is from newlifeaboard.com. It's a different site than uh, Beyond One's Belief. That's with Raccoon, uh, who's in Billing, he's in outside of uh, Southeast Montana. And uh, the other person is, um, uh, excuse me, uh, Big Chief Thunderlung or Big Chief, and he's in Rome, New York. But we have been doing this podcast up until last week. And Big Chief, because of his family issues, he's taking a break for uh, a few weeks or a few months. So uh, I will be teaming up with a different person and still have Raccoon. And we'll be able to do the show as well. But I brief in the Netherlands on The World Gone Mad with Lawrence, the known as the Street Fighter, where I grew up in Amsterdam. Uh, in 1969 to 1973, I went through high school there and then went to college after that and then went into the military. The point is that uh, uh, that's an excellent show, The World Gone Mad. It's on every Tuesday. Uh, I'm with him from uh, 1 to 2 p.m. on Tuesday, Eastern Standard Time. I live in southwest Florida in Collier County, Naples. And the, the next show is on Wednesday. That's in Ontario, Canada, and that's right on radio. And these are Jeff's words, Jeff Shepard's, but that I doubled his audience in three months. And there's over 45,000 that listen to me on daytime, nighttime, meaning after hours, meaning after work, 
and also he, he provides it on uh, about six other five or six other platforms. Uh, those I was doing South uh, South Osmond, which is his uh, show is called Strange Days. Now I was doing that from nine in the morning to eleven in the morning, and sometimes he had me do back to back shows, so four hours worth of briefing. Uh, he's one of the most knowledgeable people in the world, but he decided to take a hiatus for a few months, so he's not uh, hosting his show right now. But uh, I've also been on uh, uh, ABT, which is the big boss man in South Africa. Uh, I've been on Bahram U, which is in uh, Scotland. Uh, I've been with Dennis Barker in Newcastle, Great Britain, and a host of others. But on most of the American podcasts, I've been on somewhere between 60 to 85 at one time or another, as not just in the chat, but on the panel. Anyway, the point is, uh, I am reasonably well-known. By most, I am liked. There are a few that dislike me, but that's okay. I can live with that. But I, I share the knowledge and the truths of life. I had a near-death experience when I was 20 years old, and I was comatose for three and a half months. And I crossed over, and I learned over 80% of what lies beyond. And we have been lied to death about what, what goes on after this lifespan. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. I just thought you'd like to know, basically, that... Uh, uh, you're go talking about the Freemason Illuminati. Uh, one of my closest friends here is we'll call him Mark. Uh, he came, went to Berkeley, uh, UC Berkeley in California, and he was part of the uh, Masonic Order. And there's in Berkeley, there is a, a, a temple or a chapter there. And he went into it and uh, he was a, a junior officer in it, but they were never allowed, they went, it was four stories tall. But on the third floor, they could never go into this one room that was always guarded. One time it wasn't guarded and he decided to check it out. When he went in, the room was completely dark. And as he went in further, out of nowhere, through a vortex, a man appeared and said, what are you doing here? The point is the Illuminati has and or you want to call it Freemasonry. They have essentially solved every negative aspect in life. And he just uh, at that time. Uh, he just said, I was looking for something, made up an excuse, left and never went back. But the uh, Freemasonry is absolutely dangerous. And I've researched it all the way back. It, it, it stems back from uh, Israel or what you call Palestine. But it, it's very deep. I'd have to talk with you either offline or rather than because there's not enough time to tell you how deep this goes. It goes back to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which later became in today's world known as the Khazarian Talmudic Kabbal and the Talmudic Hasidic. Uh, I studied religion for several years. I got certified, although I'm a Christian, I got uh, certified in Judaism. And um, it's just absolutely astounding. Basically, it's all based on three principles. It's based on power, which is control, greed, which is profit. These are the three principles that run this world. And the third is conquest, which is land or ter landed territory ownership or acquisition. And basically, it's what has dominated this world are the evil sects of Judaism. Uh, and there was basically the of the 12 sects, uh, 12 tribes uh, in the southern tribes of, of Judea, it broke off and created splinter groups. Uh, and I don't have time to discuss that right now. But the point is, it is these evil sects which are controlling this debt-based economy. And they, they control China of Xen Jinping, they control Donald Trump, and they controlled uh, Vladimir Putin. And times are gonna change real fast, very bad. 
I'm getting out of this country. Uh, we've developed, if you take a look at our website with Tony, newlifeaboard.com, we're converting uh, 12 ships over to uh, implosive or renewable energy. Everything we use today is based on expendable or explosive technology. We're doing just the opposite. It's going to be wind, solar, and hydro. And we have factored in everything. My uh, partner, Tony, has got an, an incredible IQ. He's at least 40 to 42 points above mine. And he has an IQ at just about 190. He's literally brilliant. And what his concept, literally, uh, once this goes into production, this uh, of converting over ships to renewable energy would literally be corporations would pay billions for this uh, technology. Anyway, I wanted to let you talk and tell me uh, where you wanted to go with uh, uh, with the subject matter. Over. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris, man. It is uh, something I did not know. The information that you just gave me with uh, Freemasons, Illuminati, uh, whichever brand you want to call it, being tied to the CIA uh, actually 100% surprised me. Um, I heard that they were tied to... People were saying the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds. Well, uh, they're involved. The Rockefellers, uh, J.D. John David Rockefeller. I've studied all these. I've got essays. I have a total of eight thousand plus essays. I'm going to give you my my uh, email, and uh, I want you to snapshot it or copy it down. And the point is, I share this every day online with new podcasts that I haven't been on that are of like minds, and I let them all contact me but they must contact me offline. Never share yours online. And you just send it, send me an email and I'll respond back and also give you my cell number. Okay. So it's very easy. Mine is uh specter, Sierra, Papa, echo, Charlie, tango, Romeo, echo nine, nine, zero at gmail.com. You'll see it in one moment as I'm typing in, I am very disabled uh, vet and uh, I've lost the use of my right arm and part of my right side. But I still have my left hand and I was ambidextrous. So I've learned to live with that and uh, been able to uh, compose and uh, edit uh, essays. But you can basically ask me almost any question. If I don't have the answer, I'll have it for you within 24 to 48 hours. Go ahead. Okay, you now have my, my email. Please copy it or snapshot it. And you can contact me offline after your show's over. And send me yours. I'll respond back. Uh, and I will send you uh, an interesting file on, on this one, on the Illuminati. Um, let me see. There's uh, the former FBI director. Uh, I believe his last name is Anderson. I'm trying to think from memory because I just have so many. Um, is that uh, he basically uh, uh, was uh, the uh, chief of the originally Baltimore, then Memphis, then Dallas, and then Los Angeles. And he was assassinated by the uh, Freemasonry, which is the Illuminati, which is the CIA. We'll just call it the CIA to simplify it. And he was, uh, his, even his own doctor acknowledged that he was poisoned. The Illuminati or your Freemasonry, which, which is the CIA, their favorite uh, preference of assassination is arsenic, which is rat poison. It's, co it's uh, colorless and odorless. And that's what killed him over time. Anyway, uh, go ahead and uh, I will send that one to you uh, once you contact me. That will fascinate you. All, all my essays have photos in them as well. 
So ahead. I'm definitely going to contact you as soon as we get this, uh, the show's finished up. Um, because right. uh, I'm, I'm definitely highly interested in the information that you have because I, I know a bit, but I, I know a bit from going off of, uh, my own, um, researching, um, talking to other people as well. So like yourself, um, but again, nobody, nobody that I've talked to is actually tied the CIA to the Freemasons to Illuminati. Um, it was always the, the, uh, again, the Rockefeller family, the Roths, stuff like that, but they're all tied together from, from what you're saying. And it's just, a, a um, some great information. I, I definitely, uh, can't wait to, uh, check it out. Oh, I actually, I just, we, we do need to wrap it up because it's 544. We were trying to end this at uh, 530. My co-host just sent me a text message to, to let me know we have to uh, okay. try to get wrapped up. You, normally come on. You... you send me that, but uh, you send me your contact. What days do you come on? What time and days and where are you broadcasting from? I'm in South Carolina, Texas. Texas? Okay, go ahead. And so, what days? Mainly... Uh, how it was we're changing things up because it's me the my other co-host is jeff he's brand new i didn't have a co-host before it was just me doing interviews uh with people's either conspiracy theories or uh different experiences that they had where it comes to paranormal you know cryptid stuff like that um so now we're, we're changing things up a bit where um when we're mainly uh off is when we're working on it i'm off every saturday and sunday so I'll be putting out a show every Saturday and Sunday, definitely. Okay. Um, which will give me a week to research whatever you send me and, and read everything. That's fine. I'll put you on my master list where I send it out to about 12 people that are of like minds and also the podcast I brief on internationally. And uh, you'll learn a lot. But uh, save it, create a separate uh, subfolder in your email and then give it a, a name. Don't ever leave these in the uh, in your inbox because I've had about twelve to fifteen hundred deleted by the CIA because they have access to everything with their technology. Technology we haven't even. I've seen technology when I was in the military because I had uh, uh, a very elevated TS uh, uh, security clearances, and so I've seen technology that is literally twenty five thousand years in advance of what the uh, private sector has no clue of. And I know that technology goes up to 100,000 years. But uh, I, you can go ahead and close out the show. Please contact me. I will send you a response. Uh, Jeff, it's also nice seeing you. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to talk to you. But I'm glad you two paired up and uh, we, can, uh, we can share. I will bring on Raccoon with me next time. He's uh, also former military and extremely knowledgeable. He's been researching for 45 years. And we're the same age within one year. I'm slightly older. Anyway, I'll be turning 68 in uh, uh, January, and he's uh, 66 and a half. Point is, uh, Raccoon is extremely knowledgeable. He does brief on many uh, podcasts, but uh, he's on one called Cigar Jeff, which is running right now at your time. But I saw yours. I hadn't seen it before, and I, I came on board, and I'm glad I did. Okay, you need to close out. I'll sign off and hang up. Uh, just please contact me after the show, and I'll respond back to you as well. All right, great. All right. I definitely will. Oh. Thanks a lot, Chris. I appreciate you calling in and, and getting a chance to uh, talk to you for sure. And looking forward to uh, having you back on and, and actually uh, furthering this conversation. Absolutely. You'll get my cell number when I when I respond back to you, okay? 
All right. Thank you very much. All right, You're everybody. Welcome. So that Over is now. the end of the show. It is, uh, it's been a crazy show. We've had a great talk and, and, uh, you know, having, uh, the gentleman, Chris, I was just on there. Uh, Jeff, um, I'm not sure if Jeff is still on or not because uh, we're getting ready for a, a meeting. Um, and he has, we, we have a special, well, he has a special person coming on for the meeting. So he's getting that set up and that ready. But thank you very much for listening. Thank you for joining. And for everybody that is going to be listening after I publish this, thank you again. I hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions, please, you know what to do. You get a hold of me on my Twitter account, Monster Investigators of America on Twitter or just Monster America. Until next time, folks, take care of your ch- Take care of each other. Look out for each other. And don't forget, if you see that little old lady that needs help crossing the street, give them a helping hand. Or if you need somebody that maybe is stuck in the middle of the road and needs a little push, go ahead and help them out. Or, as I always like to say, if you see an elf on the street that needs reaching that top shelf, go ahead and give them that helping hand. Until next time, folks, catch you on the flip side. I can't talk. Catch you on the flip side. Have a wonderful day. And thank you for joining us.